Is it working? There we go. Hello, Internet. Now, please hold on to your butt as two comedians attempt to talk about serious subjects in a not so serious manner. From the mysterious to the utterly vicious, everything is fair game. This is the Kildam of Comedy Podcast, featuring true crime, amazing events, conspiracies, unsolved mysteries, and an array of weird and wonderful topics, all for your enjoyment. You're welcome. Hello and welcome everyone to the show where two comedians attempt to talk about serious subjects in a not so serious manner. I am creative I am the creative juggernaut behind all things KD comedy and your comedic baby face, KD Hinken. And I am joined as ever by my fellow funny friend from around the comedy circuit. He is the head pope of the comedy parish, the creator of the post-apocalyptic metal treehouse sketch show, and the man of a thousand voices, and not all of them are in his head. Please welcome Mr. Nathan Paris. Nathan, say hello to the How's people. How's it going? How's it going? Are you having a good time? I'm not. <laughs> nah, to be fair, it's, it's it's not so bad. It's not so bad. I'm having a very good time, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 nice I'm here now. I get to relax now and chill. I've been staring at goddamn financial tables all goddamn day. I was never that great at maths. Like, well, actually, I'm not terrible at it, but like, I can't be bothered with this shit. <laughs> See, I know you're in, like, your job is more like manual labour, so have you been lifting up financial tables? No, 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 I've, I'm self-employed, mate, so you've got to go through all the different things, you've got to make sure oh, you've got all your okay. numbers written down, yeah. you've got to send it to them every month, you've got to get a little bit of money back, and um, I can't be bothered with it. <laughs> and yeah, I'm starting my own business alongside the self-employed stuff, so obviously I'm a glutton for punishment, so... I mean, that would be the same thing anyway, wouldn't it? Is, is, I yeah. Assume. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the production company anyway. It's basically just going to yeah. be for, for the shit that we're, 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 we're sort of we're already doing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which makes a portfolio at the same time, which is cool. Yeah. Not going to get into anything, but you know, mm. sometimes people starting out. If you want to do something for free, you haven't got the money to pay them. Someone else could do it for free. You put the things together and then you make something, try and get some money, build a portfolio. Some people don't like that. I don't, I'm not going to get know. into that now. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that now. Anyone that's aware of what I'm talking about, you've seen the offer I've made to that particular comedian in question on Thursday at 8. Wherever you're watching this, it will be available then. If he has the balls to come and talk to me, and I'd rather just, to be honest, a nice conversation, just clearly and yeah, figure out more than anything what his point is because i don't understand it at all he's just attacking I, bleh. but how are you Nathan? okay i'm fine <laughs> yeah yeah it sounds like you've had a more interesting week than i have um uh, the last couple of days have been interesting i'm not going to get into yeah, it and they know yeah, that's fine that's fine that's fine yeah. someone in no, the comedy I'm... circuit and stuff it's just awkward ain't it okay yeah i've i've but... just been um you know I'll figure it out at some point. No, no, but the only reason I'm making a point of it now, though, is obviously the um, Katie's Comedian Quiz Off 20, the Christmas special, is coming this Wednesday. So yeah. 
But unfortunately, this is actually the last time that I will be appearing live before that because I'm stepping down as host for that quiz and I'm allowing to take over for one night only, the one and only, taking over a special guest quiz for the KD Community Quiz of 20, the Christmas special, one and only KD Claus. He will be appearing for you all. <laughs> KD Claus will be there with a full face of facial hair and whatnot. <laughs> Thank fuck. I hope you all enjoy it. You'll be there too, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> KD Claus, the king of all that is Christmas. The king of all that is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but ignoring that, you know the monolith thing we've been talking about on it. Oh, wait, hold on. The overlay. Yeah. Have you seen the new stuff that's appeared with it? Nah. No, I, the last I saw was was the one popping up in Los Angeles or something like that, and then I stopped paying yeah, attention. Yeah, no, the same pretty much. But then I saw something else pop up. We were talking about Columbia uh, last week, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah, the Columbia Coke killings. Yeah, Coca Cola stuff. Well, ironically, yeah. there's one being found in Colombia, um, but this one is a bit different. It's made of gold, right. um, and apparently, it's what the the um what was it oh the headline that i saw uh that was on about it it said something about it's just the king of the alien monoliths this one the head <laughs> monolith like, uh, uh, <laughs> a fucking gold monolith <laughs> that is a serious power play like a, a rich man's money move that yeah. It's like, oh yeah, let's just make one that's gold and call it quits. No one can ever beat <laughs> that again. That'll end it quite happily. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was like, I wonder if it's just coloured gold, because surely if it was solid gold, there ain't no way that thing is staying in place in Colombia of all places. Not a second. Yeah. No. Unless it's owned by like a cartel leader and everyone around there knows, but they're just not saying anything because they know they get their, not, their nads chopped off or something, you know what I mean? Owned <laughs> by Coca-Cola, which we learned last week in your story, it's pretty much the same thing. Basically, exactly the same thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good story. Anyone doesn't know what I yeah. go back to last week. Episode yeah, that is, is well week. worth watching that one, in yeah. my personal opinion. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, this week, then, obviously, yeah, we're doing it live just because we were busy and it's the only thing we yeah. could do. Yeah. <laughs> and it saved, saved either of us any work in regards to editing or whatnot, so that's good. Too. Yeah, it's it's it, it's it's just smooth, you know. And yeah. uh, as I said, as I said to to Carl on on the messages, you know, fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand that reference, but I like if it. If anyone gets that, then then I like you. And you can stay and be my friend. <laughs> I like that reference. So, but this this week then, so it was you that went first last week, weren't it? I believe so. It'd be me this I believe first. so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me just. I've got all my. Oh, stuff. we're getting straight into the grizzly bits of this. This is interesting. Wow. Like, it's like, live, man. I felt like we had to do yeah. a bit more punchy, get going with it. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Drink the whiskey a bit quicker. Smoke the face yeah. closer, and then you drink a bit quicker. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I do need to have a drink again soon. So after all this, man, totally got me on get drunk. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait. That's the other thing as well. The vaccine stuff happening again. Like there's, yeah. you know, the new one's finally gone out, and uh, that means we've got two working at the moment. Happy about oh, that? Oh really? Because mm -hmm. I know. Oh, is this why I've been seeing? Because obviously the Pfizer one. Is this what the biotech thing is? I keep seeing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. Oh. The other one. Yeah, yeah. And and oh, and like. Okay. Yes, just fucking yes. Yes, 
more of that, less of everything else. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool because it's now got to the point like um, I saw today, wasn't it? The first people in the GPs were getting it, in the GP doctors, yeah. you know, the normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. I can't wait, man. I like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just want this to be over. And now with like the the new, new version of the virus that's out apparently in the south that's spreading yeah. quicker than the previous ones. What and is like, this? you know me, I sleep through most of the day, so I've only heard little bits about this. So yeah, if you yeah, know yeah. anything about it, fill me in, please. Yeah, so so apparently, it's been detected. I'm not sure if it was detected here first, but it's mm. been detected in the south of the UK the most, and it's sort of spreading faster and more virulently than the previous ones did so yeah. it's sort of more infectious um and it's the same thing the same thing they think the 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 vaccine will still work against it because again most of these vaccines are trying to go against the proteins on the outside more than the actual yeah, yeah. sort of core yeah. of the the thing itself what we were saying before about the m was it the mbna thing yeah. now i feel i was about to say mdna but that sounds way too much like a drug yeah, there's there's the, whatever it is, the 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 RNA proteins, I think it is with a virus that stick on the outside that they need to deal with. Yeah. And um it's just basically tickling your immune system rather than in the past when they would put a virus into you, this is now putting something into you that will tickle your immune system, be like, come on, make make those proteins pop up and those just give them a little fondle. Like a hairy beard on a yeah, anyway. But you know, yeah, I like that as well. Which like we were saying before, could be a reason as to why, you know, the stuff went through quicker, it's a different technology. Never before has it been um a situation where there's uh every single one of these companies have been going to one particular end goal, you know, just for more than anything to get money, like we were saying. They don't have they don't have people having accidents. They don't have people getting random infections because everyone's yeah. stuck in their houses doing nothing, and they really hate that. They want you sick. They want you hurt, and they and not want going to, to make it happen profitably. And COVID ain't <laughs> profitable. <laughs> and people aren't going to the hospital as well. You know, like we said, because staying away yeah. from the hospital, which obviously I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, just less, less business all around for drug but, companies. And so that and, it's in their vested interest to make this happen and make it work. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, even ignoring that as well, just for the simple fact that whoever makes this vaccine first or made it first, that was safe and it proves to work over a long, you know, obviously we're at the beginnings of it actually being mm-hmm. used on the population, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, if you're watching this in the future, <laughs> we're alive God damn or because I'm tired. Thank you. If, it's cool. If you're watching this in the future, um, then you're either, you know, all healed, cool, or you've all got wings. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I don't but, mind having wings. No, I forgot my point now. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? The the point the point is basically that that it, it there's a reason why this is out so fast. There's yeah, a reason yeah, yeah, yeah. why people want it sorted. And ultimately all we can do is just hope it all works <laughs> as and soon as possible. The, going by the evidence so far, there's it's no reason well. it yeah. shouldn't work. So what can we do? Just go forward, etc., etc. Yeah. Ah, talking about going forward, my man, shall we get into the stories then? Yes, sir. 
Look at me, I'm the fucking Segway Senorita today. Why Senorita? What did I say, Senorita? <laughs> I was a girl in that. Oh, whatever. 2020. <laughs> so, quickly, uh, blow my nose. Cool. I'm just covering up the sound. Off mic and off camera like a pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least I don't have to go through cutting out my ums and your sniffles this week. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I get um, real bad problems with allergies. I think it's something to do with spores and fungus, which probably says more about me than I'm willing to share. <laughs> I, had, I had it the other day on something. I can't remember what it was now. I was like just sniffling the whole time. Um, I can't remember what it was, but that was that was the cocaine more than anything, though, of course. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, shit. did you see Chappelle's thing about that? Sorry, do, do, no, 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 do, no. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle did a, a bit that he put out on on YouTube recently, where he was hmm. talking about the Chappelle Show or Chappelle Show, you know. And I, thought uh, something up. I didn't know what it was about. Yeah, it's so. worth watching because it's it, you know when he sort of goes into one of his deep bits mid mid flow and it sort of tells yeah, yeah. this really strong story and it's still funny because it's dave Chappelle and dave Chappelle is the motherfucking goat yeah, i well, would like um, getting into him so yeah i understand oh he, yeah he's so good man and uh yeah so so he's 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 basically talking about how the Chappelle show got ripped away from him how he sort of lost control over it and how he never ultimately got paid for the goddamn show oh, and he okay. was like oh yeah so um hbo are now playing the Chappelle show and they're going like oh they're earning huge amounts of money and hbo originally told dave Chappelle, no one wants this show get out of our office yeah and now they bought the rights off of comedy central to play the Chappelle show on hbo max or whatever it is Uh, i'm guessing because was that more like a cult classic in the sense that it got more popular later on not even that. It was huge oh. at the time, dude. Absolutely huge at the time. Dave Chappelle oh, quit that show when it was at the top of its uh, its game. No, yeah, because... had a chance to go sale. No, not yeah. Well, basically, oh. because all all of the executives at Comedy Central were going like, "We'd like you to do this kind of thing with the show, and we'd like you to do that kind of thing with the show." And it was no longer Chappelle's yeah. show. Yeah, you know, it got too successful to the point that they wanted it to be a. A vehicle, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, he was talking about the fact that he 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 never really got paid for it, and it wasn't fair. And he still thinks it's ridiculous to this day. But because he signed the contract when he was, oh. you know, a kid starting up, that's it. He was screwed. Um, somewhere you could argue that now, like well, that's a different point. So you know, that, yeah, you'd you'd, you'd, you'd think, now. but apparently not because it was in perpetuity across this unit across all of this universe or something like that really like weirdly obsessive wording you know what i mean yeah 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 and um yeah and and basically what happened in the end was like netflix was do it was showing the uh, Chappelle show at the same time and he goes that's the reason why i love working with netflix because i went to netflix and i said okay running the um you know Chappelle show on netflix sort of hurts me a bit because like i never got paid for that that never became mine it's you know i, I yeah. just yeah yeah I, it feels wrong for it to share the space with the stuff that i've done now and 
Netflix went, yeah, okay, and took it off. Wow, really? Yeah, and they'd paid wow. millions for that, no doubt, millions to get it to run. And there's, yeah, it's it it worth to more else. to us than that. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's like backing your artist. That is, I like that. It really is, and like, yeah. and at the end of it, Chappelle basically just goes, "If you really like me, if you really love me as a comedian, never watch the Chappelle show." Yeah, yeah, if you want to support him. Yeah, and he said, until I get my money. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine exactly how he said that, yeah. yeah it's so <laughs> fucking good, man. I love it. And it's just this warning of, like, maintain control over your own stuff as much as you can. Yeah. And as yeah. soon as anyone tries to wrestle it away from you. Well, as far you. as I know, because um, I, I used to work in this, like, um media company quite a few years back and um, it was run by some uh, lawyer people and they mm. told me that an easy way to do copyrights legally in england um I don't know about the whole uk but yeah it must be actually legal in the uk um is to make something put it on like a disc or membership or whatever put it in um, a thing mail it to yourself yeah there you go yeah because you've got through proof of when it was made yeah Special delivery, so it's got the exact time and stuff of when it was posted and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You've got a barcode to... Res yeah. Yeah, my dad How told me that because he was in uh, a band uh, called The Hamsters. They were voted the hardest working band in Britain at one point. Oh, bad. Okay. By Top Gear magazine, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, he, he always told me that's the way they did it as well. They sort of, you know, there you go. That's yeah. I can only yeah. imagine that's still the case now. And if it was been around for that long, then as well. Yeah, it's it's just the best way to do it because it is a sealed proof that something yeah. was made when you said it was. And if no one's got anything earlier than that, you're the winner. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I imagine nowadays it'd be quite easy to argue stuff if it's been shown on like on Facebook or something before the date. That, do you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's, that's the thing. You, you you can easily sort of identify now where things originate from because you can just see when things were uploaded to a certain extent. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's probably still quite nice to have that for, for certain things, like really big yeah, projects. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, then. No, no, no. We're talking about all the stupid stuff in laws and all that, and that kind of yeah. fits into my story this, this time Excellent. again, to be honest with you. Um. You might have heard of this, or you might recognise it as we go through. I did when I saw it on, it was on ITV, uh, that's Susanna Reid, the person that deals with Piers Morgan at 6am in the morning, so she's a fucking G. Yeah. Um, she was talking, <laughs> what was that? She, they were yeah, on about much it. Much respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, so this is the story anyway, of Dali Routier. Um, sorry, this is the story of Dali Routier. Okay, and just double checking. Yeah, so what I am going to do first of all, um, actually, just sorry, just to give you a bit of background. So this is 1996, uh, Rolette, Texas, um, in the house, three children, um, uh, mom and a dad. The dad is upstairs with the one child. I don't know why, I think he's feeling ill or something like that, or the other kids are feeling ill because the mom is downstairs on the settee with her two, with the other two children. Okay. Okay. I think that's everything. We'll find out when I play this 911 call anyway that was received and let's get going. Oh shit. 911, what is your emergency? 
Okay, so initial thoughts. Any? Um, I hope I'm not jumping the gun here, but there was something fucked about that that's not right. Okay, um, so should we start first of all then with what Darley said to? Yeah, let's let's start with what Darley said happened. Okay. Um, (laughs) So she said she was awakened by Damon's cries of "Mummy, mummy, this is." not a lot of this was easy to write and i've skipped around a lot of these stuff with the kids because my kids i'm like oh it's hard to yeah anyway yeah um so she was waking up by damon's one of the children that was downstairs i assume um because mommy mommy in the dark she didn't notice this at first anything uh yes she saw a man moving through the kitchen and followed him as she went towards the garage as he went towards the garage when she got to the utility room she saw a knife and picked it up only then, she said, did she return to find Devon and Damon and realise that she had been stabbed too. Um, Darley's husband, well, I never noticed his name before, Darley's husband, Darwin, so it's Darwin and Darley, Darwin and Darley and Damon and Devon so far. God, this How family you look at that shit? Jesus Christ. I mean, it's terrible, but yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> When she got, uh, where did I get? <laughs> uh, Darley's husband, Darren, who was sleeping upstairs with her infant son, Drake, so five Ds so far, um, he came downstairs after hearing his wife's screams and began administering CPR to Devon. Uh, by then, the assailant had already disappeared. Um, okay, I feel like I'm forgetting stuff there, but that's the basic thing anyway. She said that she woke up um there was somebody there attacking the one child had already attacked the other child i believed um quite forceful went straight through the body pretty much the knife did long knife um uh yeah and then yeah she chased him to the utility room um and then that's pretty much it she came back realized she had been stabbed too um, he came down, tried to save them, etc., etc. Then she called the police. Hmm. Um, Twelve days after Damon's and Devon's death, the police arrested Darley for their murders. They had no eyewitnesses, no confession, and no, no no motive. But what they did have was an intriguing trail of circumstantial evidence that suggested there was no intruder that night. Uh, physical evidence suggesting that Darley had staged the crime and a peculiar scene caught on videotape a few days after the murder. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so there is more to show as well. I'm going to just give you everything first. Um, so she was arrested and stuff, but, you know, charged and that. She went to trial, etc. And this is where obviously yeah. most of the stuff came out about it. Um, the jury, 
were showing a few different things and this coming up now was one of the videos they were showing during the case just make sure i've got the, yeah they're okay. up in this heaven and they're up there having the biggest birthday party that we could ever imagine the routier family spent friday at the tiny grave the brothers share celebrating what would have been devon's seventh birthday the boy's mother, who survived the brutal attack, says now her family faces rumors they were somehow involved. We're not going to make an issue out of this because anybody that knows us knows how we were, how we lived. What's your sweetest memory? Your sweetest memory of these boys at work? I've got a lot of sweet memories. I could time, talk to you for days and days and days. You'd have to come and spend, <laughs> come and move in. But, um,. Can we move in? Yeah, that was that was fucked, man. Like mm. both of them were like dead eyes, dude. That yeah. as soon as it like you see the you see the dude like from a distance, he looks oh he looks fairly normal. Then it goes up close, like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah darling. Yeah, fuck, man. No, no one should be. They mm. <laughs> need to go I, anywhere near that family. I certainly needs to go nowhere near their garbage disposal. <laughs> he has not he has not been mentioned this is the one thing I wasn't going to mention till the end but you've kind of brought it up here he is not mentioned much throughout the story his what yeah. they thought about him what he was doing why people aren't talking about why he didn't hear things <laughs> you know yeah yeah I don't get that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm no, glad we're on the same yeah. slide here yeah, like there's there's a certain after a while with these things when you do them enough, yeah. you start to think like I see a pattern with this bitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there is more though. It, it, it carries okay. on. Yeah, yeah. Interesting because um. So, but anyway, then so here's a um Dallas County Assistant District Attorney Greg Davis, the lead prosecutor in the case, said after that he is a mother who has supposedly been a victim of a violent crime. She has just lost two children, and yet she's out literally dancing on their graves a few days later. Yeah. I mean, well, that was days later. I thought she'd at least given it months. No, that was about five days later or something, I believe. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> and shows how superficial her wounds were. That's something I forgot to mention. The wounds she received in regards to their wounds, the children, were very superficial. It was a cut, yeah, just like, like a long cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reasonably deep, but there was apparently, I think it says it in a minute. Uh, let me just check actually. I'm pretty sure it does say it, so I can probably read the proper thing. Yeah, her wounds are mainly superficial. Uh, gashes on her arms and her throat were cut by, um, okay, expert testified that there were hesitation marks in the cut, which indicates they were self inflicted. You know, you'd go to cut and you'd be like, huh, 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 do it. Yeah. Um, but it was quite deep, and it was inches away from a carotid or artery. But yeah, I doubt she's in. But that is, you know, if you if you're not a, if you're not a, a medical expert, you exactly. don't know that's there. You're going to scratch across there and just go, "That'll be fine." <laughs> <laughs> and you want to make it look believable too. Yeah. Um, so investigators were confused as to how someone could attack both her children before she woke up because she was so close to them. Mm. Um. The, this is the evidence against her, the physical evidence. Uh, the droplets of blood were inconsistent with swipes of a flailing knife with blood on it, like would be consistent in, in an in attack. Her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also she would get her hands cut. If you're trying to defend someone with a knife, your hands are the things that get attacked. 
not just eh. I know she'd been attacked before she woke up and the same oh, or she didn't know she'd been attacked or either how way. You, how do you sleep through a stabbing? Like, like let's maybe not, she could have got up and then he did it, maybe. Because people do not maybe. know this sometimes. Have you ever saw the video of the guy that walks into a supermarket with a knife sticking out his head? <laughs> he had no idea. Oh yeah, that yeah, that dude was that dude's yeah. <laughs> Much respect to that dude. Although to be fair, I have had something similar when I was a kid. Like I was walking along in, in a science lesson, and I had um, like a, a stapler, and for some reason I had the stapler open, and I just sort of was holding it in my hand, and I was just walking along and I was like. Dead, 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 just tapping along with myself and like dead, 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 a click. Yeah. Oh shit! And it gone, it can't gone between the two bones. I couldn't close my thumb. I had to oh. pull it out, and then it moved again. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Anyway, yes. Oh, I'm guessing was, you didn't know. Uh, well. Yeah, it's only after you pulled it out you're like that. Kills. I, I, I remember a memory from being young too when I had my hand on like a door frame and the door slammed shut. And I was like, ah, oh, I really hurt, you know, but it's not too bad. That's fine. Looked at it a bit swollen, quite young. And then I remember someone pointed out the other side to me and I looked and I was like, ah, or cut off. And then, you know, I, I might yeah, have, I have one of those. I, I have one of those with this, this finger here. I'm not sure. You probably can't see the discoloration. It sort of died out over time. But. Yeah. I slammed that in a soundproof door, like in in the the sort of the hinge of the door, and I heard the door click closed, and then I opened it and got it out. Still played my bass afterwards because I was in a punk band and we're hardcore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so your fingerprints might have been a bit messed up from that then, but her fingerprints mm. were okay. They were found on the knife ah. that I used to. Okay, see what I did there. That was the other weird thing. That's the thing that I was going to point out for is the fact that she says on the call, yeah. mid-call, oh, I've grabbed it, I've put my hands on it, maybe it's got my fingerprints on it now, or well, we could have got them off. It's like no one in the yeah. middle of their kids getting killed has that on their mind at all. <sighs> I mean, generally thinking, you'd imagine most wouldn't. Some mice, I can understand. Maybe, yeah, maybe, but not in that way. Mice. Not in that sort of logical, trying to get you off of it kind of way. It was like, follow me on this so that I'm not the the one who you're going to suspect. You know yeah. what I mean? But at the same time, though, um, her fingerprints would have been on it anyway because it was from in the house. Do you know what I mean? So she needn't have said it anyway, but uh, the very anyway. mentioning of it is almost adding extra to it. Yeah, yes. I like it. the other side of it because it says, you know, that she would have no, you know, she wouldn't think like that. I know what I mean. But there was, yeah, no, I, on, I know, yeah, yeah. There was, anyway. it was also, interestingly though, there was a rip on the screen door, uh, but they, and they proved that they found fibers on a kitchen bread knife that was in the kitchen. Um, that it was used to cut open the screen from the outside, which is totally inconsistent with her story, because not only does that mean someone outside used the bread knife to get in, but it means they got into the house, got the bread knife, went outside, cut open the screen door. So they got into the house from other way first, creeped around the sleeping children and the adults, got the bread knife, got out again, <sighs> went to the screen door, cut it open, then went in and attacked them. I mean, the... I mean, come on. 
Seriously, at least Madeline McCann's parents had the fucking nous to leave the door open. Come on, at least give them an opportunity to believe you, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh man, it's just nothing about it, and it, you know, nothing about this is going well for her at all. She didn't know. My ongoing thing with stuff like this, people are dumb. Um, yeah. So let me get do the last few bits here. Uh, this, along with the man in which he was acting, caused them to arrest Dolly for the murders. Uh, but it is fair to say that not everyone acts in the same way during grief, as you would expect. But public opinion was already against her at this point. Um, after being charged, she was tried for the murder of just one of the kids with a death penalty on the table. They were shown the video that we was on about earlier, the one that was shown of them, her on the graves. It was also discovered a tube sock with both the kid's blood on the sock and with Dali's DNA on it, uh, but quite a lot of her DNA was found in an alley three or four houses away, something like that. God knows what that's about. Why? <laughs> Uh, the noise from the house, uh, what he said that, uh, contraption, but I'm not going to mention all that because it is not needed now. So, uh, the 4th of February, 1997, she was found guilty for the murder of her two sons, technically one of them, uh, sentenced to death. Um, at no point during the trial was there any evidence uncovered that in any way corroborated her story. Probably, you know, because she made it up. Yeah, likely. Yeah. Oh, did she? Oh, fucking no. Oh, did she? <laughs> What's going on now? Is it is this going to be a big sudden? But it turns out there was actually a Mr. Bean style guy who walked in and used the bread knife to open the door and then come back in. Is there someone framing this bitch? Is this what's happening? I don't know what the fuck is going on no more. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, sir. Um, so this was 1996. One thing we have learned from doing all these kind of things, and just if you have any interest in true crime and all that kind of stuff, you learn that yeah. a lot of the time, a lot of these weird stories come from the police or the, the lawyers not doing their job properly or doing it well, if you're a lawyer. Yeah, again. having an assumption and then running with it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so first of all, first little bit that proves maybe she didn't do it. Uh, the jury were not given the full story with the video they were shown, uh, the one at the kid's grave. Um, they only received part of the video, uh, whereas there was more to it. It was taken very much out of context. So I'm going to play this little bit now. It gives you a bit more context and then we'll talk about it after. The family is upset that prosecutors plan to use against Routier a videotape shot by Texas News 5. It shows Routier joyfully celebrating her son's birthdays only a few days after their deaths. Aiken says it was simply Darley's way of helping the neighborhood kids get over the tragedy. Darley and Darren felt like this is something that, for the emotional support for the children in, in the neighborhood that love these kids that were in and out of their house constantly, a party had to be held so these children could adjust. So Maybe. But um, there's more, just to clarify. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> you know, um, so it was a memorial. Basically, they had a solemn prayer thing and all that nice, you know, quiet stuff before. Okay. And then this was the party part after the celebration for their birthday. And it was so close. Yeah. 
some of the jurors that they, that had been spoken to since the trial where she was found guilty and sentenced to death stated that if they'd seen the full version of this during trial very much they may have not found her guilty um because that was a big decider on it the way she acted in that video especially mm. um and but that husband me- though why that husband got those creepy eyes though and why, why <laughs> maybe she I don't um, trust that dude. <laughs> like we said earlier as well, there was also the fact that um, the wounds she received um, were inches away from the carotid artery, which very easily could have killed her. Apparently, it was this dainty little necklace that stopped it. I don't know, but you know, um, there was no motive. They were found in financial struggle. They were found to be in financial struggles, but she would have received a hell of a lot more if she had offered her husband. Um, if she had off the husband instead, sorry, just how I right. wrote it. Um, the jury, no, yeah, sort of a life insurance scam, yeah, makes sense. Exactly, yeah. Money, like we said at the beginning, you know, money, money. Yeah. Um, the jury. Okay, yeah. The jury were also not told. You know what? I'm going to say this a little bit first, actually. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, I'm just deciding which. Okay, no, you know what? I'll do how I've written it. Okay. So, one thing that her lawyers should have hopefully filled of and hopefully did argue the hell about, otherwise, she needs new fucking lawyers. What's the timeline? <laughs> timeline is fucking ridiculous. Right. Okay. So, according to the official story, based on the um, wounds that the kids received, the one in particular, because one was still alive when they got there, I think. It's, it's a bit muddly talking, li- looking at the first responders. Seems, yeah. Uh, it seems like the kid was alive, but basically they worked it out that the time frame means that, um, just double check, according to the official story, this timeline shows that based on the average time a child with the injuries would survive, based on the father's testimony and the first responders who attempted to save him, um, it breaks down to the fact that there is no way around this within the official story that within two minutes, two minutes, she would have had to stab the sons, head for the garage, step through a slit in the window screen, jump a back fence, run barefoot down an alley for 75 yards, drop a bloody sock, run 75 yards back to the house, barefooted, stab herself, clean up the blood around the sink where she stabbed herself, and then stage whatever crime scene was left to be saved before the... First responders arrived. Two minutes to do all that. Yeah, I get you. But there is more. Okay. <laughs> there is more, my friend. The jury were also not told. The witnesses in the area stated that an attack stated that a person matching the attacker's description was seen around the time of the attack. Um, they were told the witnesses stated they'd seen a car seemingly watching various houses in the weeks before, including the Routier's house. Right. Um, it's a witness testimony, as we know, it's a bit. Uh, but another one stated that someone attempting attempted to get into her house in the same area, and what she saw of them matched the possible attackers. Um, but lastly, and my favourite, favourite bit of evidence from this, right. fucking great. Lastly, the thing that well, okay, out of everything that so far, what's making you think? But huh? that doesn't make sense. She obviously did it. <clears throat> Anything to do with, you know, getting into the house? Well, yeah, it was the, it was the sort of 
Why would I... you go in and then tear the fucking thing open to me? Like, that was the yeah. main one. Yeah, yeah, because we know that because they found a bread knife with the fibres on it. Yeah. That was in the house. Okay, the fibres on the knife, the key evidence that shows the attacker must have come in from inside the house to open the slide door. Wow, it was discovered. I don't know why I say it like that. <laughs> it was discovered that the fibres believed to be from the screen door on the uh, knife were also consistent with the fibres found on the brushes that the police used dust for fingerprints. Oh, for fuck's sake. All discovered after the trial. She somehow remains on death row until this day, some, what, 20-odd years later. Recently interviewed, as I said at the beginning, by Susanna Reid on ITV for that show. Um, no motive, no evidence, no confession, no witnesses, and now evidence that actually points to the opposite and corroborates her story. At the very least, she should get a retrial, as far as I'm concerned. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um... There's there's reasonable doubt. You can't have someone on death row with reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. End of story. This is the reason why I think for the vast majority of time, capital punishment is just a dumbass idea. You know what I mean? Because <sighs> you you, you yeah. they're, they're, don't get me wrong. There may well be occasions when people can argue a point, but you have yeah. to be absolutely certain that that person did that thing. And in the vast majority of cases, you cannot be that certain. No, I was about to say maybe if you get a confession, but then the amount of stories of, of coerced confessions, then no, mm-hmm. that, even that. maybe if you're ongoingly confessing consistently for a couple of years, I don't know. So why would you do that? A confession with proof right. attached to it is, uh, you know, with evidence attached to the confession. That's good. That works. But yeah. just the confession by itself yeah it's good but it shouldn't be just oh well that's absolutely the case then yeah you know we know that coercion exists as you say yeah that's fucked man that's a weird ass story yeah i like it i like it open-ended and jesus christ though what an opener (laughs) (laughs) yeah god damn it's fucking yeah man when i I remember watching, I was watching it on a, it just popped up on that ITV thing. Mum put ITV on and I looked and I was watching it and I mentioned the sock and I was like, I'm sure I've seen this story somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had a look on it. It's on that chapter. He probably does a much better job of explaining it than me, but it's on that YouTube that's, channel. That's I very much recommend that. Anyone that heard that story and liked it later on after we've done Nathan's story, check it out with that chapter. And, Hell yeah. Uh, Actually, I think from what you said to me about the name, I think your one might be on there too, actually. So definitely wait up, yeah. Almost certainly very, is, yeah. This this sure. one's yeah, this one's very well known. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I recognize the name. But whenever you're ready, my friend. Yeah, yeah, go straight into it. Okay, so this is uh, a sort of a tale of of Hollywood and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh. it's a tale that involves Christopher Wacken. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> it is on there. This yeah. is a great story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is the the death of Natalie Wood. So, Natalie what? Wood. If uh, if you don't know who she was, she was a actress in America and was just oh. huge at the time. I mean, she she started acting at the age of four. Um, she co-starred uh, in uh, uh, Miracle on 34th Street at the age of eight. She oh. did loads of other films, like literally loads what of films. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean? well, I, I, I don't know if there was a remake of it, but yeah, she was in thirty, you know, the Miracle of Thirty Fourth Street at the age of eight. So if she was the main girl or not? Yeah, yeah, she might well have been. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so basically, she goes through a few years. She's doing loads of films. She's building up her talent. She's getting more and more famous as it goes along. Then. She marries Robert Wagner, right? Who is this huge star in a film? I think uh, a series was it a series called Heart to Heart or a film called Heart to Heart and loads of other I things as well. I don't know most of the details behind this or the people yeah. over the Crystal Walk in, so yeah, yeah. But basically, they're, they're, yeah, at, at the time, <laughs> at the time, they were sort of like Brad and Angelina were back in the day, if you know what I mean, like that what kind of. of kind of time frame uh time, yeah is it oh it was it was in the the 80s so we're talking oh, uh, okay, 1981 yeah. 1982 that sort of era yeah um but basically uh, and and sort of to, to cut to the chase she ended up dying um off the off the coast of uh an island uh while yeah, they were on holiday yeah. and sort of freezing to death now yeah, it's horrible. Well, not freezing to death, dying of hy- of hypothermia combined with drowning. So lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that ending to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. cool. I mean, more. But yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. My memory's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. It all starts when they get aboard the the boat, the Splendor. Now. Uh, on the weekend of uh, November the 27th, 1981, they all decided to get together. So this is um, Robert Wagner. This is Natalie Wood. This is uh, um, Christopher Walken. I need more cowbell. The captain. Hmm? I need more cowbell. <laughs> more, ca- <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> yeah. I need more yeah. cowbell. I, I need I can't. more Cowbell. Have you got Wait, your you cowbell? <laughs> um, You've got, just, so you know, just so you know, if there's any kind of quote by Christopher Walken involved in this, or if there's not, then you should totally make one up. I'm waiting for the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that great at Walken, but I'll do my absolute best. Don't you worry. So, yeah. We've got Robert Wagner, we've got Natalie Wood, we've got um, Christopher Wacken, uh, and we've got uh, Dennis. Oh, God damn it, I can't read my own writing. Duran or Durain. We'll get back to that later. Yeah. Anyway, he's the captain of the ship, and that's going to come important later on. Anyway, they sail to Cater- uh, Catalina on the you know, weekend of November 27th. And they anchor just off of Avalon, which is the main town on Catalina. Okay. They go shopping. They have a few beers. They're enjoying themselves. They're getting a bit pissed. And then they sail to Ismuth Cove, uh, which is at the northern end of Catalina. Um, They dined at a place called Doug's Harbour Reef, which is the only restaurant on the island at the time i don't know if that's changed over the years but at the time that yeah. was the only place. um Hopefully. eyewitnesses say at this point they were very drunk but also wood was acting volatile okay 
So we're sort of getting a picture of, you know, people are getting a bit rough and rowdy. And it's yeah. worth mentioning at this point that Natalie Wood previously in her um, in her life had had moments where she was sleeping with two producers in Hollywood at the same time and they both hated each other and both knew about it, but both didn't want to say anything because they both liked Natalie Wood. And uh, so she was she was known for sort of, you know. Well, 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 are you telling okay. me? That an attractive person made two people fight against each other for her and benefit. No, isn't no. it insane, Carl? I, d- I don't believe it. No, impossible. Impossible. Actress <laughs> in Hollywood, either. <laughs> so we um, we have the eyewitnesses. We know that Wood was acting volatile. They. Uh, they end up having to warn the harbour master, the people who work in the town, to say, like, by the way, these people are out and about. They're going to be on boats. They're pissed as farts. Yeah. Just keep an eye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at least someone was keeping an eye out for these people. That should have yeah. saved a life, but it didn't. So. <laughs> I didn't think you need to know, though, straight away. Yeah. At 10 p.m., they get back to the yacht, which is named The Splendor after one of the films that uh, Natalie Wood was in. Ah, okay. Yeah. I'm going to... So... I'm going to have a quick they, look. They... Uh, yeah. Sorry, what? I'm just having a quick look at what she looks like while you... Yeah, yeah. She's she's not... She's probably not what you think she's going to look like, but... How are you in my head, sir? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Though it, it totally didn't look like what I thought she was going to look yeah. like. You're thought. sort of expecting like a, a blonde bombshell, but actually she's more this sort of um, girl next door, almost like dark haired. If yeah. you know it, what I mean. Other than that, I thought she was the girl. I thought we were saying she was the girl from uh, Matilda. Matilda in the film. Oh no! no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, my bad. Cool. <laughs> Right. So anyway, Natalie Wood goes to bed. This is according to the captain. Okay. Later, uh, Wagner, as in Robert Wagner, goes to check on um, Natalie Wood and finds that she's missing, as is a dinghy. And... Don't know no idea. Just, yeah. you know, she's just gone. They don't really know why. It's just an accident. She's it's just gone. It's a stingy just gone. Yeah, just an accident and she's just gone. Yeah. 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 No one raises the alarm. No one goes to goes to the port immediately. No one no one oh. starts the engine of the yacht the yacht and starts looking for this this woman. They're just she's gone. But they just think that she's left on her own for some reason. Yeah, yeah, and taken the dinghy yeah. with her and just sort of floated off. But and um why have you wasted the voice head? Yeah, but here's the fucked up bit. This is the bit you're going to have to remember for later, right? Because John Payne and Marilyn Wayne, interesting combination of names right there, uh, on board the Capricorn yacht nearby, heard a woman yell, help, someone please help me. Okay? Okay. Okay. Now, they thought that someone was playing around when they heard someone yell back, okay, honey, we'll get you. Okay? What? Later on, Natalie, the following day, is found floating face first in the water 
next to the dinghy in a cove. Next to the dinghy as well? Yeah, next to the dinghy. I suppose they'd go the same way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, of course, there's a police report, there's witness statements taken, all that kind of stuff happens. None of this is released to the public, but a notorious um, auto... um, not autopsy, uh, what do you call it? Coroner, yeah. uh, by the name of Thomas Noguchi, turns up and starts doing the job trying to find out what happened. He says that there's light bruising and abrasion on the left cheek, and the cause of death is, of course, drowning. Hmm. He notes as well that her blood alcohol level was at 0.14%, which was 0.4% above the drink driving limit in California at the time. Is that a lot? It's it's a fair bit. It's How many drinks are we talking? Um, I mean, it's difficult to say, really, because I think it's different over here to where it was in LA in the eighties. I think in LA in the eighties, you could probably get a lot more pissed than you can here. I think, I think for us, it's like (laughs) 0.4. But we're talking more like, you know, it wouldn't have been like a couple of pints. We're talking more like half a bottle of vodka or something like that. Yeah. This is, this is, this is the calculation I'm trying to do. Cause if it's like 0.4 blood alcohol level here, and that's say a, a pint and a half, something like that, maybe. Oh, okay. Or maybe just a pint, I'm not sure, something like that. Then, yeah, she had a few. She had yeah, a few yeah, by yeah. this point. <laughs> so, like, that's at least five or six for, uh, like, a small girl as well. I'm not sure yeah, how, very, you know, yeah, yeah. how big Natalie Everyone Wood was. Everyone was smaller back then. With yeah, exactly. Hollywood People were malnourished and Christopher Austin. Walken was around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cowbells. Look at my cowbells. There's no cowbells. I hit it <laughs> up my butt. Can't do that. That's not fucking William Shatner. That's what I'm doing. This <laughs> is. I'm doing Shatner. Your father's watch. I hit it up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Right. Um, I don't even regret it. It's just memorable. Yeah. So, post death. Yeah. uh, November the 30th, 1981. Noguchi announces autopsy results. Okay? Okay. Now, bearing in mind, he's already in hot water for his handling of the death of William Holden, a previous um, celebrity of of Los Angeles, who sort of basically died due to a horrendous accident while he was pissed. So apparently William Holden had been drinking vodka out of a bottle and then he fell over, smashed the bottle and cut himself open on the glass and just bled it. What? (laughs) Yeah, like, ladies and gentlemen, there is a reason you do not drink alone and it is so that you do not die. Now, I'm doing it here, but I'm a professional and Carl's watching. So... <laughs> no, I don't know who this Carl is. I'm KD, but you know Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The, what happens in this scenario, though, which is you'd never get today, right? The, uh, the entire of, like, the 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 acting world 
all of like SAG after, well, I don't think after was around at that time, but all of the sort of the, you know, yeah, yeah. organizations around acting basically yeah. say, how fucking dare you? How dare you reveal this? This is gross to reveal this level of detail of someone's private life. How could you? How possibly could you? <laughs> right, okay. Like, Hit Noguchi was genuinely shouted at by Frank Sinatra <laughs> as well as SAG for revealing the fact that Holden would ever have been drunk enough to kill himself accidentally. <laughs> okay. That's the point. You imagine that now. Yeah, imagine imagine what Hello would do would do with a story like that. Imagine what the sun would do with a story like oh, that. God. They'd have a fucking page three themed to it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was generally imagining that then. It would be fucking horrendous with the stuff <laughs> nowadays. Mm. We've got a clickbait sign of only two. Exactly. Exactly. They, they, they'd have, like, thumbnails with, like, knives yeah. over someone's face and blood coming yeah. out of <laughs> yeah. and shit. Oh, it's ridiculous. Anyway. We could do a podcast. Well, we are doing a podcast about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, ultimately, uh, Noguchi has a theory. And also, I do love this guy's, guy's name. It is spelt Noguchi. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I just thought I'd say oh, that. Man. Anyway, <laughs> so Not Noguchi's really theory. Noguchi's. Yeah, it's weird to think no gooch. <laughs> I kept thinking of like just a couple of fistulas that you mentioned one after another. Yeah, yeah. just two holes like a horrible cloaca. <laughs> or the thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The theory is that Wood falls in the water trying to board the dinghy. Uh, the fingernail scratches on the side of the dinghy indicate that she tried to climb aboard but was impeded by a waterlogged down jacket she was wearing, which okay. at no point she tried to take off. Weird. Um, That'd be warm she, now as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, that's the thing. That, like, once you're in the water, that warmth disappears, doesn't it? So it's yeah, just going to yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. waterlog you down and, and cool you off. So anyway... She clings to the now errant diggy and she uh, succumbed to hypothermia and drowned. She, she literally is just stuck in the middle of the ocean at night. She just cannot yeah, yeah. survive. Yeah. Now, however, as one of Noguchi's team asked, what reporters are really interested in Dr. Noguchi isn't so much whether Natalie Wood was intoxicated or not or not, but why she left the yacht in the first place. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, totally. Bearing in mind, he hasn't asked this question at all to begin with. So, Noguchi well, is forced. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, so yeah, the question is, that's what I was thinking, like, why has she left the yacht and gone to, to try and do that anyway? Not how it exactly. happened. Exactly. It's yeah. not natural human behaviour, is it? Is it? It's like in the middle of the night to just leave the yacht for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Also worth mentioning that Natalie Wood had said on many occasions that she loved being near the water. 
she loved being on the water she loved watching the water but she hated being in the water okay yeah okay let me respond so there's no yeah. real point she would have gone out swimming she wouldn't have chosen to do that you see what i mean yeah yeah it makes no sense anyway if you're gonna do it, what you do it then uh, yeah at that time in the night, yeah. On yeah yeah so noguchi commissions a psychological autopsy as he calls mm-hmm. it, a report on the real facts and this is what the actual report is called on the real facts of the death of natalie wood was not released to the public by noguchi calling aspects of it gory and sensational and filed it away right okay interesting isn't it yeah yeah it's worth mentioning at this point that noguchi isn't actually completely separate from these people at all noguchi is friends with a woman who is on set with robert wagner constantly on the set of heart to heart okay okay so we've got this woman connected to noguchi noguchi is therefore connected to robert wagner right yeah and he must have been very much connected to natalie wood because yeah works so noguchi doesn't release this report saying it's sensational doesn't try and say any extra information and it still doesn't save his job because as i say frank sinatra and sag among others accused him of sensationalizing his duties and on, and on uh, April 27th, 1982, he was promptly demoted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Returning to the case, however, in a book he later called Coroner, um, saying, wasn't it strange the two men on the boat didn't even know that she had left the boat? Hadn't she spoken to them? Why had she stepped out of the stern of the yacht in the middle of the night, climbed down a ladder and untied the dinghy? What was she doing? And where was she going? And why? Interesting Fair question. Enough. Well, it's true. And also, when she first fell off the, uh, the, um, the swimming step into the water, why didn't she simply swim back a few strokes to save herself? Once again, a very good point. Yeah. But didn't provide any plausible answers. I could imagine so she he just couldn't swim as well, maybe. Well, but... maybe, but she, she I don't think there's any proof of that. Supposedly she could swim, she just didn't like the water that much. Okay. Um, so, yeah, but the thing is he's 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 gone from saying like oh this is all sensationalized crap this is impossible this can't happen to suddenly like well maybe hang on okay i see i see okay yeah i've got i've got to mute something here because it won't shut up (laughs) people normally say about me Uh, uh, (laughs) i won't mute this fucker there we go right okay so where was i yeah so Noguchi was connected to Wagner. Wagner was connected to his co-star. All this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
And we've also got this guy finally going like, oh, well, ooh, maybe it wasn't so great. Maybe it wasn't a smart idea. As soon as this fucking opportunity to stay amongst the stars has disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that. I didn't. That's, that's interesting, in okay, that he's like, yeah, he had fair questions in the end, but he was saying the opposite before. Yeah, exactly. Because he just he just wanted to, you know, remain part of the cool crowd potentially, oh, yeah. potentially, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some exposure. Yeah. So anyway, Wagner's statement at this point, right, was uh, sorry. What was I saying? I'm I'm losing my place here constantly. Sorry, man. No, no, don't worry. I'm there with you. So yeah, Wagner's statement. Uh was that it was all happy till a freak <laughs> accident. Happy. Happy. Do you not remember? Sorry? So I was reading a comment that we've had. I'll mention it in a minute. But what were you saying okay. again then? Yeah, yeah. So happy, I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Considering when we think about where we started and they were going out, they were getting pissed, they were starting to shout, the harbour master was having to be called. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We've already had you know, all these different situations saying it's not necessarily the greatest situation for Natalie Wood to be in, but it was all fine and happy until freak accident Natalie Wood falls off. Yeah. Not sure. Yeah. 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 So two years later, Walken said, and this is the first statement he gave on it, apart from there was an interview shortly afterwards where he was basically just sort of saying you know ah yeah it's terrible that she died um, you know she was you know that kind of stuff <laughs> i'm happy now yeah yeah <laughs> um, just so but i know though, do we have said, any um do we not have yeah. any like idea of testimonies they gave like at the time for what happened this, in life this is exactly the thing we we're about to get there so this is okay. this is two years later what walken said he goes the people who were Con, con, uh, convinced there was that, no that there was something more to it than what came out in the investigation will never be satisfied with the truth. <laughs> that, was, that was very good. Media, <laughs> me, mediocre, mediocre. <laughs> Other than that, both have remained completely silent on the matter. However. The captain, Dennis Deverne, claims he has always believed something more sinister had occurred, saying in his statement he was uh, saying his statement was sanitized, incomplete, and at points downright false. Okay. However, got to say that Dennis Deverne did use this as an opportunity to appear on TV, get various talk shows, sing, you know, that kind of stuff. But he could be trying to draw attention to it at the same time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two are mutually exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, Oh. And that's what I do in that situation. (laughs) Yes, okay. Now, most of this information was taken from Vanity Fair. Okay, yeah. At one point, Vanity Fair, after this, um, had a look at the copy of the police report. And all statements, including Walken's, tended to back up Dennis Deverne's story and not Robert Wagner's. So the actual testimonies from 
the time. The actual police report state mm. things oh, okay. that do not appear in the official statements at all. Okay. Including statements from people who were on the shores who were going like, oh yeah, it wasn't that great. You know, they were having shouts and all this kind of stuff from uh, Christopher Walken himself saying, you know, it wasn't so easy. Um, there was Robert Wagner's one himself, not as smooth as everything seemed to be, and Dennis Deverne's specifically saying that his was sanitised and at some points downright false. I hope you're not trying to imply that before the time of the internet, there's a chance that a Hollywood company would try and you know, change the narrative. Absolutely, absolutely not. But we do no. have to remember one missing piece of this story, and that is John Payne and Marilyn Wayne. Now, what statement did we get from... Here we go again. Oh, these were the people on board the Capricorn, the, vo oh, the yacht yeah, nearby. And yeah, we yeah. combine that with the statement by Noguchi, saying, wasn't it strange the two men on the boat didn't even know she had left the boat? Hadn't she spoken to them? Why hadn't she stepped out of the, of, of the stern of the yacht in the middle of the night, climbed down the ladder and untied the dinghy? What was she doing? And where was she going? And why? Wasn't it strange the two men on the boat didn't even know she had left the boat? Meanwhile, John Payne and Marilyn, Maine, or Marilyn Wayne on board the Capricorn heard a woman yell, Help me, someone. Please help me. And heard a reply of, Okay, honey, we'll get you. That's creepy, that one. That's the creepy bit. Especially, I have even worse if it was in Walken's voice, but I imagine it being Wagner's in that case then. But Yeah, it's got to be Wagner's in that case. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's, so those, I mean that's, that's the connection for me there. You've got this evidence of these people. You've got these other people. And, and, and yeah. Wagner, Wagner's statement itself says, oh, yeah, I just, I just went to sleep and suddenly she wasn't there anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yet we've got these two people saying, oh, no, I heard someone say, okay, honey, we'll get you. Yeah, it's not looking very good for Mr. Wagner. But neither of them have served time. Neither of them have ever uh, yeah. seen anything happen. I mean, this is yeah. the thing I was thinking. I was like, it doesn't look very good for Mr. Wagner or for Christopher Walken. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure Christopher Walken have not spent the last 20 years in prison for murder. In jail. No, yeah. not at all. So it seems to be going pretty fucking well. Something <laughs> went pretty well for them, yeah. Now, whether all this is, is just coincidence, we can't be sure. But that seems fucked to me. Yeah, right, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, wasn't there something as well about the um, about Natalie and the captain leaving the day before to go and get a drink to themselves because she just couldn't be asked to deal with Wagner and Walken or something? And yeah, yeah, Wagner was getting yeah. jealous of Walken or something as well. And her. again, we've already got these three previous things of of Natalie sort of trying to play guys up against each other, trying to oh sort yeah, of, of course. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's a crime of passion. Oh, mm -hmm. maybe it's sort of 
uh, a prank gone wrong or a punishment gone wrong, like I'm gonna throw you overboard and intending to pick her back up again or something, just, and then yeah, just... a lot of overreaction is probably like they were yeah. drunk as well, and she did it a bit too much. She got a bit too angry and then very much overreacted and yeah. threw her off board, or maybe threw the boat in recovery. I don't know, but something, yeah. somewhere or maybe the, the maybe the down, or maybe she was sort of knocked out as she went down, and the down was there, and yeah. they tried to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know. We don't know. And there's a good chance as well, you know, even now when the body's been in the water for a while, though, I mean, it probably hadn't been, it was like a day, wasn't it, at this point, then she got back? Yeah, a, a few hours, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, even like a post-mortem back in the early 80s, I can imagine may not, autopsy, sorry, may not necessarily show if she had like... Especially when you got a guy like Noguchi on the job, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. 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 Somewhere along but, the line. Yeah, something's going to get missed. Something's yeah. going to get missed or lost missed. intentionally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Missed. Yeah. Missed, okay. yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, that was a good so, one. Yeah. Like yeah. That's the story of Natalie Wood. That is a very good one, man. And it's one you of them. It's going to be more better with more cowbell. <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to practice that. KD Claus will have to give it a go for you tomorrow. No, yeah. when... <laughs> Well, That's tomorrow, yeah. yeah, Wednesday. Fucking hour four, then. I was like, shit, you know what? No, I should probably get the questions ready, shouldn't I? Oh, shit. <laughs> probably should. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I work. I'm a late go. I did all this yeah. shit last minute, man. Well, I did all this shit last minute as well. It worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was very fun. I really enjoyed that for the first yeah. live Killed Him With Comedy. I'm assuming was at the end of it, like, all the stuff then. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all yeah, I got. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, there's there's no there's no real ending to that one. We can't ever truly yeah, know what. There never will be. No, but I mean, I mean, let's story in half, isn't it? Yeah, let's be honest. I mean, thinking about it, you know, would you really be surprised? Like, not to see, but anyone watching, would you guys really be surprised to find out? You know, that the Hollywood studios would cover something up. There's another story about. Um, the company that became Paramount, I think, in the twenties, possibly covering up a murder. Yeah. Um, oh, that in the in the twenties, it happened all the time. There was yeah. I can't remember which one it was, but there was a dude on a boat with like all of the Hollywood elite, someone whose like girl was trying to make out with this guy or something on this boat. Yeah. Dude literally shoots him, <laughs> kills him on the boat. Everyone was like, well. Are we going to let this ruin the part here? <laughs> no, throw him overboard. Start drinking again. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Shit, you not. Oh, well, the guy that got shot, they threw him overboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, threw okay. the guy overboard and just fucking started drinking. Fuck it. There was me thinking the people revolted and were like, fuck you, Mr. Celebrity Man, shooting him. I'm going to throw you overboard. But no. No, they were all celebrities uh, as well. Yeah, they were yeah, all celebrities yeah. as well, all in on it. And that's the thing, like... That's such a toxic level of, of, of like gang culture almost, if yeah. you know what I mean. It's fucking weird. I, I think there's a lot of toxic stuff within any like culture, you know, you always meet people. You like to think that it's not the case, but yeah. when you get into it you do for a bit, you meet people that just kinda wanna put other people down. Yeah. Yeah, it happens quite a lot, unfortunately. I was, was getting more and more recently as well, annoying. Yeah. But, you know. I was going to do a whole spiel then about the In Your House episode 26 on Thursday, hopefully with that comedian, if he does join me, for a realistic chat. But he ain't going to come anyway. That ain't going to happen. I guarantee you he won't appear. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that was more. Uh, oh yeah, as well though. But um, if anyone people comment as well, because if anyone's surprised or thinks that maybe like a Hollywood company wouldn't do that, so I'm interested to see how people actually think about that because it's fun. Oh yeah, to talk. What about. was that comment? What was the comment about? What comment? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it better be someone saying I look fucking handsome. <laughs> I don't know. There's a few I hope more. it's not just some Russian porn bot. <laughs> you like Vladimir. I give you hard good labia. There you go, look. Hey! hey. <laughs> it was actually this one that the same dude put on that I was looking at. How is this comedy? It's, it's not comedy. comedy. <laughs> it's, not comedy. It's, it's, it's sort of a podcast. <laughs> it's only comedy in the sense we're comedians talking about depressing shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it's comedy. <laughs> and thank you to Shannon Jane Simpson for the awesome as well. I came to earlier. Thank Aww, you for that. Cheers. And for the likes and hearts as well. Much love, everyone. Um, you can catch both of us, though, again, as I said before. Um, this, well, actually, no, sorry. I, I might be there for the beginning, and then I will quickly introduce the good old fashioned, good old fashioned, the one and only KD Claus as he hosts um the 20th katie's comedian quiz after christmas special we will be joined by a variety of different people eric manza alex plant greg phillips yourself nathan parish and the first ever female quiz off champion miss tiga marlowe that will be this uh wednesday at 7 p.m you can watch it wherever you are watching this right now hell yeah but other than that, though, please drop any comments. Let us know where you're watching it and all that. If you're watching it on repeat, um, oh, I don't know what else. I'll, I'll probably forget something to say. But do you want to drop some of your stuff in about your thing, my man? As well? Hell yeah, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, Let me get with this. you can find my sketch show, Post Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse, anywhere you want to listen to podcasts. You oh, can I'm listen to it on SoundCloud. You can listen to it on iTunes. You can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Stitcher. If you've got more suggestions about where to put it on, I'll do that too. I'll put it on a toaster. I'll play it what? like Skyrim, bitch. Anyway. If you want to listen to Post Apocalyptic Metal Treehouse, it's a sketch show that I made, all me. I wrote it. I play all the voices. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. You'll love it. You'll love it, darling. <laughs> I will I will say as well, for anyone that wants to check it out, I made... Uh, yeah, it's just fucking good, basically. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Thank you. Episode when... four is on the way soon, and episode five will follow it shortly. I've had a big-ass break writing stuff. I'm nearly there, man. I'm nearly there. So once you've checked out episode one to three, I would suggest as well going on to the KD Comedy Channel, um, checking Hell out yeah. the In Your House podcast that me and you did, um, I think episode 20, like five weeks ago or something now. And I believe at the beginning of that, there was a little sneak peek of episode four. Because oh, yeah. yeah. Right at yeah. the beginning when you started writing it. So Yeah, that's the three-part sketch. You'll find out. You'll find out what happens to that guy. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, one of the one of the guys talking in that bit, he's got more that happens. (laughs) Okay, very interested in that case then. Yeah, man. But other than that, then, man, Nathan, thank you very much as always for coming. No problem, uh, my friend. I think the next time thinking about doing this now will be the um, either the 
probably the second Monday of January, I imagine, depending on how it works out. But I will, of course, let you all know via all these things that you've seen already. You will see things coming up because you have a few other things coming up as well. In the meantime, I can make a little announcement. We have a um, comedian, poker, what's it fucking called? The Poker Jokers. The Poker Jokers show will be coming very soon. With a few oh, different people. sweet. Yeah, playing poker online. I have been working with Griff. Uh, making up all the stuff we have. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. a few bits to me. I, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I can't help do anything because, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually work as well. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a bit more free time than you, but um, uh, yes, yeah, so I want free time now. <laughs> I used to have so yeah. much of it. I miss it. I don't know if I'd even count me having free time in it because most of the time it's making this shit anyway, you know. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You've got to fill it up with all this. Exactly, yeah, man. Um, and other than that as well, there would be a KD's, uh, KD and Griff's comedian Christmas dinner that I'll be shooting on Friday with a couple of comedians. Griff, who is also a comedian and um, a chef, will be, me and him will be preparing a Christmas meal for oh, two yeah. of the comedians. We'll all be sitting down in person, but a very spaced out in the common room by me. We have a huge table. We can space out, do it all properly, all safely. Um, yeah, there'll be more details about that coming very soon. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. But like we said, then, see you guys on Wednesday for Katie's Comedian Quiz Off 20, the Christmas special. But thank you from me. And I guess thank you thank from Thank you from me as well. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, don't, I never know how to end these things. But thank you very much, guys. Take care. Cheers, guys.